welcome to Soulful Sunday. I'm your host, Mary Goulet. Welcome to Soulful Sunday. Yes, I'm Mary Goulet, and I'm here with Richard Otey. And What's happening? Hey there, how you doing? Good to sit here with you. We haven't done a Soulful Sunday in a while. Yeah, it's been a while. It has. It's hard. It's funny every time I hear the music. It's like, can, <laughs> no matter how excited I am, I stay right here. <laughs> no, <laughs> even when I'm super Chill. excited. I'm just ready to lay down and relax now. Well, so Soulful Sunday, pretty much we can talk about any subject, but we're going to go kind of inside, you know, what's your internal response, what's your soulful response. And so we are wanting to keep this evergreen because it makes sense all year long, however, it can be pushed to the forefront at seasonally. So we're coming into the holidays and the new year. Mm. And a lot of people, you look like you're going to say something, Wade. No. <laughs> okay. he's, he's, he's getting ready. No, he's still getting ready for the new year. Yeah, right. So going into the new year, I always give thought and contemplate, okay, how do I want my next year to look, to set it up. What kind of goals do I want? Um, do you do cliff note style stuff or you get super specific? Because everyone's kind of got like different ways they do their New Year's resolutions. Do you? I do an overview in different areas of my life. So my business, how do I want to work in my business? Mm. Because do I want to spend more time working or finding systems to make myself more efficient. You know, I'm really, I ask those questions because if you look back in the wake of the current year, Mm. what was pleasant and what was unpleasant, and I'm choosing to be pleasant and work with people that I love. So what is that? I mean, uh, does that mean in the world of real estate, like getting bigger houses and selling less houses? You know what I mean? Like getting a... You don't have to work as hard, but you just sell a bigger house. Well, yeah, that I mean, out here we can do that pretty much by accident. <laughs> but I'm recognizing, yeah, right. I'm just recognizing, like for some reason, I've had a really good year, but right now I'm so looking forward to these two deals closing and taking a breather mm. because it's a highly emotionally charged business. And maintaining expectations and keeping everybody happy and picking up things that fall through the cracks or just fall, mm-hmm. period. Imagine, like, I think about that. Actually, I was thinking about even with Kelly, right? Because she's got all this stuff going on with New Media Summit and all this stuff. And she still needs things from me. <laughs> and here we are, like, on the show. And I'm sitting here thinking, man, think about people who that's their, that's their job. They take care of of everyone else's picking up their pieces too, right? So she's looking, like yes. going, probably texting me right now, going, yeah, Richie, finish your pieces. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's kind of like the transaction coordinators that I, I hire. I have one, and she does all the nitty-gritty paperwork, getting it to people who needs it, and um, then she'll call on me, you need to get these disclosures from the seller, and yeah, I can't, I don't want to live in there. But I taking this time... And having you answer your own question, how do you look back on the current year, moving into the new year, and 
Who do you want to work with? What do you? What kind of work do you want to do? Do you want to shift it? Do you want to change the people you're working with? You know what I've come to realize with, with me, and it kind of goes hand in hand with the comment I just made, is sometimes I get a lot more done. Well, not sometimes. The majority of times, and I'm noticing more than ever before, I get more done trying to do less, but doing it better. And I, and I don't necessarily mean it in the way that stands literally, because I don't mean like trying to be better than someone else, but just the basics over and over and over and over again. Like Vince Lombardi during football. Gentlemen, this is a football at yes. the beginning of every practice. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's, it's just kind of that. And so that's kind of why I was asking for me to, to be super specific is important for some elements, but then to really get the win, I'm noticing what is the, you know, one to three things I just do every single day over and over and over. I seem to get more done than trying to follow the next bright, shiny object, or especially in the world that I live in of e-commerce, there's just so many darn things you can do, so many things you can test. So I like to be, you know, specific, but kind of... Malleable. Malleable, yeah. Yeah. So for me, I want to oh, I want to ask you as well, Wade, because you've got your own burgeoning business taking place. Just to add on to your point, I'm really getting into batching, meaning... I want my brain to stay in one frame of thought and activity and task for multiple. So if I'm going to do um, upload stuff to binge, I want to upload 15 at a time. Then I'm accomplished and I can let it go for a little while. Or iTunes, I need to upload a bunch and schedule them out Mm -hmm. and do a bunch. Then I'm done. But if I go do, oh... I'm going to put four episodes on iTunes every week and doing the Canva and doing all the stuff that I need to get done. I'm more easily distracted. Mm -hmm. But if I stick to one task for an hour or two, that just seems to work better for me. Because I am total squirrel. I think I was put in a forest where they're running around and I'm a dog going, whoop, there's a squirrel, there's a squirrel. (laughs) And I can't, it just, no, it does not work for me. So that's my going into 2019. How about you, Wade? Yeah. Well, uh, remember for me that I want to get talk about efforting. And in a moment, I want to talk about firing clients. Yes. <clears throat> right. Um, but just you're talking about batching. And, you know, I've been doing this for over 15 years. We've had up to 100 shows on air. If I didn't learn how to batch, you know, there's no way that I could do this. I... I, I you know, kind of laugh when I hear people talking about the struggles with setting up a podcast. Yeah, right. Because I'm going, (laughs) yeah, I do everything at 40 times that scale. And so I've had to learn, you know, you've seen my processes. Because if I didn't batch things, if I didn't streamline things, there's no way I could get all this done. So I definitely encourage people to take advantage of automation, take advantage of batching, And take advantage of, like you're saying, focus. Yes. Set aside a place for a task. Spend a chunk of time there at that task. And that can make sure that you're not wasting time in the two things that I mentioned. A, it was so liberating in the world of business when I found out I could fire customers. Right? If there's a time sink customer, 
Get rid of them. Or if they have a bad attitude or they're snarky or yeah, they're if greedy. They're, if they make your business worse, their money's not worth it. I agree. And then let me pass the torch to Richard about efforting, right? About, oh, I'm doing lots of stuff. Yeah, but is it the right things? Yeah, and, when, and that's actually kind of where I was going on the first comment when it's saying doing less is sometimes um, – you know, I just feel myself, at least, I feel as if when you're trying to do, it's basically our last guest, Bridget, I can't remember what her last name was, but um, she she was talking about just speaking into existence, and then she's a big heavy doer. And it just, sometimes to me, it just seems like if you set too many goals out there, and you're trying to do all that efforting, right? To, to, to use the word you're using, Wade. Um, and you're just doing, 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 doing. I, I sometimes feel like it's easier to get caught up in the squirrel scenario, I think, because then, oh, you, yeah. because then, it, then you kind of go, there's always something else you should be doing. Do you know, like, as opposed to what was the goal of that year or that you know, task of the day or whatever it was, um, you know, this back to the thing with, with, uh, Kelly and doing other stuff. Sometimes we find, okay, you do the same thing. What, with what Kelly's doing now in real estate, how much of your process is pushing other pieces of other information through the process. So with any typical escrow, there's probably 16 people involved. Yeah. From title to escrow to TCs to inspectors. to, And so that's the stressful part because I, my brain doesn't like working in a scattered fashion. Yeah, because you're not just pushing your own thing through. You're pushing other people's The will of others. Through. Yeah. And, you know, it's just like sometimes you're going, okay. Sometimes it's basic communication can get back and be like, okay, I got to do something. And then other times it's just like, ah, I'm trying to do other things that are, I'm focused on, but sorry, <laughs> you know, so what do you, uh, that's kind of where I was saying earlier, like how, to, to bridge it, how much of it in your mind is the goal and how much of it is in the actual, like, you got to grind it out. Cause that's like the f- phrase of the, the right. year last year. So know? my phrase right now is pick a lane. And when I pick a lane on what I want to do and why it's relevant to soulful Sunday is I'm putting into my, in 2019, the element of how I want to feel doing the things that I do to, as my occupation and as my vocation. So my vocation is radio and books and things like that. That's where I love feeling because it's just inherent in the process. Real estate is stressful, Mm. you know, my vacation rental guest is it's not as stressful, but, you know, it's not soulful mm-hmm. like this work is. So I want to put more soul into how I feel going into the next year because you can't get away from the minutia. So do you, yeah. do you close out this year? Like during this time of the year, are you trying to close out projects or are you more trying to get ready for next year? A little bit of both. I've never been a, okay, my new year starts on January 1st. I've always tried to get ahead of it. A little momentum. Yes, going mm-hmm. in. So if I wanted to lose weight, I'd start the diet in December, not January. I always kind of 
cheat that Get way. ahead. Yeah. Get ahead. Well, and I was just going to comment. Um, they say that one of the handful of most stressful events in a person's life is buying a house. And your job is dealing with per- person after person going through one of the most stressful experiences of their life. Amen. So this one of my escrows, the buyers walked in to look at the home on the 32nd anniversary of when the sellers purchased the home. So there's a lot of sentimentality around having raised kids and grandkids in that particular home. Yeah. So I'm dealing with their emotions. Are they looking for the exact right person to move in or something? Oh, totally. And and actually, if I... I kind of want to hijack the show. Okay. So if we, you know, we've got some good ideas moving forward, focus and such, but that's the perfect segue because being we're doing Soulful Sunday, um, you're talking about the memories in the house. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to talk to you about creating those memories, holiday traditions. You know, you uh, embrace your Catholicism and Catholicism is very ritual focused as part of its grand milieu. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you've been, you know, building a family for years and years. There's probably holiday traditions. Can you speak to us about the comfort and value of having traditions, of having something that you do every year that builds your family, builds your family history, and I would say builds your soul? So you mean instead of the tradition of, uh, Setting a goal for the year. What's the tradition of just yeah, we're, we're moving more soulful. What are things that you do with your family that you're going, I, I'm going to love it knowing my daughters are going to be doing this with their kids? Oh, sure. Or they're going to, right? Well, I don't think it's uh, anything unique. But one thing that I will say, I ran into, so my daughter's, one's in college and one's still in high school, uh, junior. I ran into her friend. She came over to the house. And she walked in, she goes, oh my gosh, this is my childhood because she spent so much time at my house when they were younger. So that dawned on me, oh, how important it is to create beautiful memories and traditions and rituals for my children, even moving forward, such as the big tree. We always go to pick out the tree together. Now, I'm not going to just go get it myself. We go and pick it and make a decision, Mm. bring it home, start decorating it, putting the lights on it. That's wonderful. Meals. I'm not a fabulous cook. I'm, you know, that's got skipped on that gene, but I do make certain family favorites for Thanksgiving and Christmas and then Easter, of course, as well. That Costco apple pie. No, (laughs) I will bake fresh, but I just don't, you know, anyway, should not have set myself up for that. (laughs) Well, and just let me throw this in. It's kind of odd. Um, David Allen Greer, the actor, was on some morning program that I happened to see this morning, and he's talking about food. And we all know of cream chip beef, right? Basic food. I don't. SOS. Oh, oh, the stuff that goes on the piece of bread that's toasted. Yes. On a shingle. Yeah. Right. (laughs) And he was commenting about that was his mom's special treat for him. So this food that to us may seem totally mundane is that memory for him. So like you're saying, it doesn't matter what it is. It's establishing the emotion around that. Right. Oh, totally. And I think for new parents, I would suggest that I think, you know, Definitely 
Richard, is used well. Creating memories, consistent traditions that she might, your daughter might carry out into her adult life and into her family. It's, it really is important. I think it's a stabilizer. Mm-hmm. Makes people feel secure, like this is all good, even though it might be not a good financial year. Yeah, the part that's interesting for us is right now is um, the different kind of layers. There's the tradition of the family as a whole. Like you have everybody's house wants Christmas, you know, or doesn't want Christmas, right? One or the other. Like not got to want to come to my house or come to my house. And and then yeah. you have sometimes the in-law scenario and then you have your own family, your immediate family in your own home. So balancing all those too, right? And we're at that age now where it's like, well, Christmas for us at our house under the tree with a daughter is seems to be a little better towards the tradition now than going over to Trisha's sisters and open it with everybody. You know, it's just, it, you, know, you kind you, of balance those around. It moves. Yeah, and you bring to mind, uh, our tradition is they can open one gift on Christmas Eve, but then they wake up in the morning, open all their presents, and then I always do something special in their stocking. They get a really nice gift in their stocking, and then they get silly things like, oh, an extra pair of socks or mm. hair clips or whatever. But yeah, and I, I have to remember that that's important to them. Because when you're a parent, you know, I can count on one hand how many times I didn't even get a gift, mm-hmm. you know, and didn't even bother me. I'm just like... Do you guys have very many um, traditions around the holidays with friends? Obviously, we we always kind of think of family as part of it, but we have one where it's where it's a group where we we would all love to hang out more, but we're very busy and growing up, right, and not not going out and doing all kinds of you know partying or whatever. So we have we try to do events more together, and so it's like like white elephant gift stuff oh, or totally. stuff like that. Do you guys do many of those type things or? Yeah, well, so, you know, being part of real estate brokerage um, company, I we're, we're definitely doing the annual Christmas thing, which is fun because everybody gets together. Because in real estate, you're not always in the office together. So the guy caters it, and then we do the silly white elephant, which is, is fun. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to friends... Everybody is scattered. They're going out of town or they're having people in town or they're going to in-laws or they're doing something. So that weekend is not – we definitely have to do it a week before or a week before that or, or whatever. Yeah, just – and then the little little things like taking my hairdresser, you know, a bottle of wine or stuff like mm-hmm. that. Trying to keep the spirit of it alive. Are you good with cards? Good old-fashioned writing down stuff and sending something you mean like a christmas card yeah um i go in and out especially i was thinking of doing one my friend gave me a card of her and her kids she said oh yeah i printed it uh sent it to costco and picked them up the next day and she put them in the mail like photos she just put a collage of photos of her and her kids oh gotcha, so gotcha. super fast so she's like here's your christmas card i'm like <laughs> I can do it that quickly. Just get pictures of my kids, you know, and the new puppy. And it's good to reconnect. So I think connecting with people, 
I don't know about you guys. We're all around the same age. Time is going by so fast. Every year goes by faster. Well, it's kind of the, you know, the start of the show. And it's like, do you, do you be super specific or do you just set the general idea of I really want to improve on this and these are the three things I'm going to do to get better? And that's really what I meant when I was talking about the doing less and not trying to get kind of derailed by new things, new squirrels, new oh, stuff yeah. going on. Streamline. there's just so many. It just seems like times have changed that I don't know if it's be- to, to your point of it's because we're getting older that it just seems like it flies by faster, but there's just so many things going on constantly. Well, right? we're addicted to chaos and technology is flying at us so fast. I mean, if you want to learn something, you put it on your phone, you Google it, you're learning about it right there. Mm-hmm. That's the squirrel. That's the distraction. But that's the beauty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a catch-22, It's right? a total catch-22. You can... And, and it sets such expectations on us. <clears throat> I mean, I think about this. I grew up on a farm and, you know, think about human humanity and culture. But think about, just try to imagine 200 years ago, let's say, every morning when you walked out your front door, other than the change of seasons, everything's pretty much the same. And nowadays, within the day, you don't know what might have happened. That it, it, Let me throw in another uh, quick aside. There was a commercial decade or so back, guy sitting on a tropical beach chair. And then he gets awoken. And he's actually sitting on a plane, and the stewardess is with him. <laughs> right? And, Trying to uh, wake him up? Yeah, waking him up. And she goes, you've got a phone call. And he's like, phone call? You know, I'm... I'm on a plane, right? And it's like, yes, sir, yes, sir. Yeah, I can sign the doc. Yeah, I've got the documents here. Fax them? No, sir, I'm on a plane. And the stewardess is like, oh, no, we got a fax machine. And the whole point was you can't escape work now. Exactly. Right? That used to be there's no way technology. So now, hey, we just invented this new tool that we know you can do X, Y, Z now. So that's an expectation. Why aren't you doing that? So, yeah, just that pace of change is the reality. we got to learn to cope with it. And sometime we could do a show about how society could perhaps figure out humanizing things to push back against that. Well, I mean, imagine the contradictory feelings I have, too, as a marketer. Trying, like, during this time of the year, you want everybody to have those experiences with their family and their friends and all that stuff, but you're fighting for all that attention and you're trying to help get a message in between all that yeah and it's also during the season where we've been conditioned to buy to try new things to do this right we're we're set up to be in squirrel mode i know and there's no escaping it like wade said sometimes i get defiant and i take my laptop and i close the cover and i walk away from it but I still have my phone. <laughs> you like, I still can answer my email. You mean maybe I shouldn't send out Christmas ornaments with my toll-free number and <laughs> exactly. order form on them? That, that's bending it a little too much? That's funny. Yeah, I don't know. Going through into 2019, don't think about it in 2019. Think about it today. And how you want to feel overall. Do you want to feel harried, rushed, pushed, crazed, 
Or can you set up systems in place that certain things are automated? And also, do you need to fire a friend or two or a client or consider finding a new line of work? Really reevaluate instead of pushing through the yuck of how some parts of our lives feel. We want you to love Monday as much as you love Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There you have it. Yeah. On Soulful Sunday. (laughs) You were born to do one amazing thing. But most people spend a lifetime trying to identify what it is. If you're in a job you don't like or are unemployed, if you're in a state of transition or just can't shake that nagging feeling that you were meant and made to do something extraordinary, then the Reinvention Workshop is exactly what you need. Led by award-winning self-help author Steve Olsher, the Reinvention Workshop will forever change your life. The Reinvention Workshop takes you step-by-step through Steve's proven formula that has helped so many people get on the right path and clear about what they were born to do. Take the first step to realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting thereinventionworkshop.com today. No more delays. No more denial. Reconnect with your true self. Learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to thereinventionworkshop.com today. That's thereinventionworkshop.com.